This episode of the Class Clown Podcast is brought to us by Consulta MD. Madalas ka bang mapraning every time you feel sickly or unwell? Well, now you don't have to aimlessly search the internet because there's Consulta MD. Consulta MD is a telemedicine app that allows you to have 24-7 unlimited access to licensed doctors, no appointment needed. You can consult a doctor via voice or video call anytime and as often as you want. These days, our physical and mental health should be our top priority. Thank you so much to Consulta MD for sponsoring today's episode. Download the Consulta MD app now on Google Play or Apple App Store. And hey, be on the lookout on my social media pages at Chino Supersize to find out how you can win free consultations from Consulta MD. Hello? Hello? <clears throat> Podcast Network Asia. Network Asia. What is up, everybody, and welcome to another week of episodes only here on the Class Clown Podcast. We kick things off as we always do with a solo pod, but more on that later. First, hello, welcome. My name, as always, is Chino Liao. How did you guys like that Coach Laika Maravilla episode? I hope you guys picked something up. I hope... You guys are able to use that knowledge for good and not for evil. I don't want you messing with your HR people and then blaming me for it. You know, don't be playing mind games with HR. They have you under their thumbs, right? So don't be doing that. HR is basically what I'm trying to say here. But hey, I hope you walked away with something useful. Uh, something because it's a practical episode with practical applications, and so I uh, was more than willing to bring that episode forward. Also, I was very, very keen in interviewing uh, Laika because of her vast knowledge in not just in, in employment and, and hiring, but also in mental health and the approaches that she takes. You know, so it's a very insightful episode, and I hope you guys enjoy that. Speaking of episodes, I am planning a few episodes before I actually get on out of here. That's right. I am still in California, but I am leaving in a few days' time, and that means that I have to be in quarantine for 10 days because, yay, Philippine government. Para saan pa yung Pfizer vaccine sa katawan ko? Kung ikukulong nyo lang ako sa 10 days hotel. Huh? <laughs> well, I can't really do anything about that. So while I am gone, I am working on a few episodes with different people to get you as to get out as many episodes as humanely possible. We're talking to different people on this podcast. And I hope that you guys like if you follow me on my Facebook, if you're friends with me on my Facebook, you might have seen me ask for leads. But if you guys are out there and you don't know me on Facebook, 
you might as well just you know if you guys are friends with um outdoors people yung mga nagbubundok di mga CCP ah wag yun ibang topic yun pero yung like actual nature loving folk right like like people who camp and hike uh without guns essentially uh, also if you know a drag queen I would really love to talk to a drag queen so I'm I'm looking for one as well also if you are Vico Sloto and if you are listening to this I am your cousin we can do an episode together I would really love that uh, but other than that you know just a lot of things work in the works in the pipeline of the class clown podcast so I what I will say is this in the next few weeks what you will be hearing from me uh, are pre-recorded episodes uh, they are re- episodes that I've done weeks in advance um, and it might sound like it's uh, time sensitive uh, it's only restricted to the, the week that I recorded it but they you know we we do what we can. Because the world is still burning. Anyway, for this week, I decided that we should go back to the world of comedy and talk about the one thing that I don't think I've actually talked about in the many times I've been doing these solo episodes. And that is material. Comedy material the bread and butter of any stand-up comedian. And the reason I talk about this is because, first of all, I'm not an expert, okay? I'm just I'm just a, a very average comedian here. But I feel like material is something people need to understand and discuss, especially if you are fans of comedy, because sometimes people can take the joke the wrong way and not know why the comedian delivered that joke in that specific way. It can be an offensive joke. It can be a joke that people misunderstand. It can be a joke that comes off weird. But the effort that comedians put into crafting material is next level. It is just one of the most difficult aspects of stand-up. Ever and I'm talking about comedy in different forms here. We're not just talking about comedians who do comedy like us, but we're also talking about sketch writers and uh, improvisers, even as uh, other forms of comedy like prop comedy all use material. And it's important because if you understand how a comedian crafts a joke, then you'll have a deeper understanding of why that joke is funny. It's kind of like a car. If you know how a car works, then you'll understand how uh, beautiful a car is, you know, or how why it's a good car, especially. This is coming from me, a person who almost ran over a kalesa. So I know what I'm talking about here, right? The car analogy works. Now, the reason I'm talking about uh, you, uh, material here is because of a show that I saw over the week and I've been talking about the shows that I've watched one show that I forgot to mention was Hacks it's available on HBO Go or HBO Max if you're nasty if you know somebody 
that knows somebody with a VPN, you check it out. It's a very good show. Basically, it's a show about stand-up comedians, uh, about a stand-up comedian who is a legend in Las Vegas who is pretty advanced in age. She's pretty old, and she's trying to get back her audience, especially in the younger, newer generation. And the best way she could figure out doing that was to hire this entitled, young, brash comedy writer to help her punch up her material. Now, in the very first episode, there was a joke that was addressed. Uh, and it was, yes, I burped because uh, I just ate. But uh, <laughs> it was a joke. About uh, it was some uh, some offensive tweet that got the younger comic canceled, right? Right, and the younger comic was defensive of her material because she felt like the only reason people didn't laugh was because she crossed the line. But then the older comedian goes, "There is no line; the joke isn't funny," and that's what I want to focus on right now because I believe that anything can be fun. Anything can be fun. Now, does that necessarily mean you should joke about anything? Yes and no. Because as a comedian, you have a desire to try and get the general average experience of an audience. Of course, di lahat ng tao tatawanan yung same thing because we're all different people. We have all we all have different experiences. And my experience isn't the same as your experience. Right? My childhood isn't the same as yours. You know, the the things I'm I like aren't the same as the things that you like. And so we're all coming from a different point of view. But that being said, with regards to sensitive topics like crime, rape, politics, religion, etc., etc. The more sensitive the topic, the more serious the material, the better the writing has to be. That is why the general rule of thumb here is that you can joke about anything. It just has to be funny. That is the general conceit of stand-up. That is the general conceit of comedy. Jokes just have to be funny. If a joke isn't funny, then a joke just dies. More with the Class Clown podcast in a bit. But first, let me tell you about the very special sponsor for this episode. These days, our health should be our top priority. I know it isn't mine, but it should be. But hey, if you want to prioritize your health, then Consulta MD is your app. Consulta MD is a telemedicine app that allows you to have 24-7 unlimited access to licensed doctors, no appointment needed. As long as you have a Philippine number, you can consult a doctor via voice or video call anytime and as often as you want. For as low as 60 pesos a month, you can enjoy unlimited, unlimited voice consult, one video consult, access to an e-prescription, e-lab requests, e-medical certificate, general health information, proper medication, and even support for your mental health 
for the whole month. These are things that we can use right now, especially with the hospitals as packed as they are. They also have a variety of other monthly plans from 99 to 150 pesos and some years plans from 499 to 999 pesos. But share with your partner, your friends, or your family. Download the Consulta MD app on Google Play or the Apple App Store and be sure to check out my social media accounts at Chino Supersized for a chance to win a Consulta MD voucher. A perfect example of this would be Vice Candace's rape joke that she did about Jessica Saw. And a lot of people might not remember this, but a few years ago during one of her concerts, Vice Ganda actually cracked a rape joke about Jessica Saw and everybody was just aghast. Everybody was just offended to the point where Vice had to apologize and, and take the joke back. And I feel like the reason people were offended wasn't because he said, she said that Jessica Soho was fat or that she was going to get gang raped or whatever the joke actually was, right? It was because the joke wasn't constructed well, okay? There are comedians out there who make a living off of offensive humor, right? And they don't care if if they are offended, if they offend people or not, because that's their bread and butter. Anthony Jeselnik, who is one of my personal favorites, likes to joke about tragedies that happen the day the tragedies happen. He does a joke. He did a joke about the Boston bombing during the Boston Marathon uh, incident, right? He does jokes about, about the most vile things and he's able to pull them off because his writing is so precise and so accurate. He also says that the people who are offended by the jokes aren't offended because they were part of the tragedy. They were offended for the people, for other people who were part of the tragedy. You're offended for the person, right? You're not offended because you were part of it. It wasn't your experience. You're offended because you're offended for the victims or whatever, but the victims don't really care about a comedian cracking a joke about that experience because they're still busy grieving. They're still busy being victims. And what he is actually after isn't the shared experience of the victims of the tragedy. What he's after is the shared offense that sensitive people have where people just block themselves off from the science of comedy and let offense take over. And that, to me, is just a masterclass in breaking people down. Yes, it still has to be funny. But when you write a joke properly, it transcends humor. It does so much more. And the construction of it has to be very precise. But when you pull it off, it's just fantastic. Now, as for me, while I do believe anything can be a joke, I also believe that I'm not the type of person who should joke about anything because 
I, I first of all, I am not as good looking or as well put together as Anthony Jeselnik. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm a, I'm a fat Asian man, and the last thing you want to hear from my mouth as a fat Asian man is a rape joke or a comment about the race or something about politics or whatever. You know, I have experience, like I said, our experiences aren't the same. And so what we find funny isn't going to be the same all across the board. You know, I totally don't believe that. However, like I also said at the beginning of this episode, comedians are after the general experience. We generalize everybody's experience and we try to condense that into a, a joke. And that is why comedians always have difficulty or why at least I have difficulty in trying to condense that experience because my experience isn't the same as everybody else's. Like I know for a fact that I not in the same way that you guys grew up. Like hindi ako naglalarong sa nabas, obviously. Hindi ako nadadapa playing patintero or whatever, right? I'm not a big gamer, so I don't also know how to joke about that. I'm not really into politics, so I also don't know how to do with that either. Like I, I only registered to vote this year, right? So it's a very different perspective. Uh, where I'm coming from. And that is why I always just resort to fat jokes because essentially that's what people relate to. You know, they might be fat or know somebody that is fat, especially here in America when 90% of the people are in fact fat. That is a scientific fact. So for me, writing a joke is much more about trying to offend people or get a point across or trying to condense an experience. For me, it's just trying to encapsulate everybody's emotion. It's trying to take a survey right then and there while you're on stage, figuring out what people like and then taking a joke and taking it and turning it into a joke. It all happens in that split second you're on stage. Now, I'm not saying I don't write my material out. I do. But that is essentially the process that people go through, especially when they do open mics. Uh, by people, I mean comedians. Uh, that is essentially what comedians go through because they write a joke and they construct it, but they don't really know if it's going to work until the very first time they throw it out there. It's like being a, a, an inventor of sorts, you know, seeing if what you did works and throwing it out there and seeing if it sticks, seeing if people latch on to it. Because if they don't, then voila, you just, voila, it's, you have to go back to square one. And that is essentially why comedy is also so difficult because writing material takes a lot of effort. If you think that all the jokes that people throw out there, the jokes that you find offensive or weak or lame, or hokey, or just half-thought jokes, then you are very, very wrong. Because if you are a working comedian, you spend all day trying to come up with new jokes. And 90% of the things that you do 
a good chunk of the things you do don't work. That is what open mics do. They whittle down your material until you are left with a small, minuscule amount of workable material, and then you build it from there, and then you continue on. And that is why writing material is essentially very difficult. But this is also essentially very, very important because, like I said, everybody needs material. Everybody needs material. And it doesn't matter if you don't plan to joke about politics, if you just want to focus on certain topics like family, relationships, sex, if you just want to be a green comic, you just want to do dick jokes as a career, that's fine. You want to do that, that's all well you. You do you. But you still need to know how to write jokes. Now, what I find funny, again, is different from your experience. So I can't really um, instruct people in that way. But I I can point you in several directions of of references for joke writing. Because essentially, scientifically, technically, a joke is structured out in a way where the punchline comes in the end and the premise sets up the punchline, you know? So when you write it out, you can't just say, joke to, right? Because there aren't definable parts in it, you know? So I can point you in directions of references. Judy Carter's Comedy Bible. That is the basic one. If you want to learn how to write comedy and you want to be able to apply that into different aspects, you take that book and you read it and you memorize it because that's how essentially we were all taught here. That is how material is structured out. And that is where a lot of the comedians in the world got their ideas from. And if you're a comedian, especially if you're a comedian that started doing comedy in the Philippines, then you will have lived by Judy Carter's Comedy Bible. Also, another thing we live by nowadays is entertainment. It's entertainment. It's constant movement. And with that, we want to say hi and a big thanks to the guys from Kumu. Kumu is a Pinoy live streaming app where you can connect with Filipino streamers and celebrities. Use our link in the description below to follow some Kumu streamers right now. But hey, that does it for this week's episode of the Class Clown Podcast. If you guys heard something today that you like, dislike, found offensive, found <laughs> found relatable, uh, if you want to send me your thoughts even, if you want to tell me how you feel, please let me know at Chino Supersized on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, whatever. At Chino Supersize. This week, we have a very special comedy episode with my good friend, Mr. Turner Sparks. So I hope you guys check that out. But until next time, this has been a Podcast Network Asia production, powered, of course, by Podmetrics. Goodbye.
The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything. <laughs>